0: Are you going to make your mind the strongest weapon or your greatest mind? It's all up to you. Hey, my network is Nicole, and today I just you Irwin. Which, uh, by the way, it's Irwin the Power Mind Coach. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that name. And he's going to show us today how to make your mind a weapon and how to, goddamn, avoid making it your own demise. So. Today we are going to learn the difference between subconscious and conscious mind and how to transform your mindset for the better whether it be growth mindset, work mindset or whatever you know, we all have mindset <laughs> and there are too many to count so you know as you see I am sometimes missing my words up. so you know I am just going to stop right here and let you listen to the interview even though I talk a lot there as well <laughs> and yeah I hope you are going to like this interview and connect with everyone because if you're, if you're in the interview, you got all the pain points, you need to connect with the guest. It just, you know, it's the top of the cake. And I'll leave you here and I'll let you listen to the interview and do whatever you want. Bye-bye. Alright, Erwin, I want to say one big welcome to the show, mate, and thank you for being a contribution to our podcast. Today, since we actually passed over 100 episodes, we have the tradition of asking one simple question. What is the most interesting thing about you? So why don't you share with us, what is the one thing that's interesting for you that you think we're going to be impressed with?
1: Yeah, well, uh, thanks for having me, Nikki. Um I'm, uh, I'm a mindset coach, and I think the most interesting part for me is whether or not the mind is working for you or against you.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So, how can we actually make a difference? How can we make it work for us or with us rather than against
1: us? I mean, how do we actually say it? Yeah, well, uh, since we were little, we are uh, formed by our parents, by the environment we grow up in. And we are social animals, so to speak. So, we, we tend to adjust to the environment we grow up in. And that means that we are adjusting ourselves uh, to fit in. So we lose contact with our uh, talents and strengths. And the the subconscious mind is always protecting us. And um, sometimes the behavior that goes with the uh, intention doesn't necessarily help us. So we can limit ourselves because the subconscious wants to, uh, to protect us, to keep us safe. And if you want to grow, you have to get out of your, your comfort zone. And our subconscious wants to keep us inside of it because it's safe.
0: So we need to actually uh, not listen to the subconscious mind. Well, why exactly? I mean, do you think he really keeps us in that comfort zone? Or or that mind is actually helping us grow or that is more on the conscious
1: side rather than the subconscious side. I think the subconscious wants to keep us safe and wants to protect us. But that doesn't mean that the behavior it it uses for that is helpful. Sometimes it can limit ourselves. I often use the example of two little boys that uh, can't swim. It has uh, frozen a few nights and there's some ice on the water and they're a challenge to get on the ice. And the first boy, is really uh, unsure whether or not he should do it. He can become anxious, and fear, full of fear and he can run to his mother. The second boy, he can sit on the side of the water, put one foot on it, put a little pressure on the ice you know, jump a little bit with one foot, put some more pressure on it, and as long as it goes well, it puts more weight on the ice until it finally stands on the ice and makes some little moves. And in both situations, it's a very positive intention from the subconscious mind to protect the boys because they didn't jump on the ice without thinking, they didn't sink, they're still alive. So that's very positive. Except for the first boy fear was used to protect him for the second boy caution was used to protect him and when certain behavior has uh, functioned the subconscious mind tends to use it over and over again so the first boy will be limited by fear to keep him safe and the other boy will will grow and develop because he is doing it with caution
0: Yeah, well, um, but how do we make that subconscious mind to be our strength rather than our weakness, you know, to actually keep us safe? Because I think that has to be registered more on a spiritual level. Or how can you actually make it work for us rather than against us?
1: Well, it's all a matter of focus. You know, you can you can talk to somebody, have a conversation, ask them some things. And you can get an impression what, what the focus is of that person. You know, if you ask somebody uh, what he wants, most people are very good at summing up things they don't want anymore. But to truly know what they want, that sometimes it's hard for them. But people that really know what they want, they have a clear focus. And it's a great... A quote from Napoleon Hill: Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. So, if your mind can think of something, and you truly believe that that's your destination, that's your vision, you will uh, achieve it. You will take the steps to achieve that goal. But if you live, uh, if you think in obstacles, then you will find obstacles on your road. But if you, if you focus on possibilities you will find possibilities so i think a lot has to do with with your focus how do we increase it though how do you increase it well i would say take small steps you know of course coaching will help you know you can you can use uh, nlp or hypnotherapy to change some beliefs you have but it's, it's a matter of changing your focus. You know, if your focus yeah, on I'm things you like... don't want, it will, it will come on your path. So, and we always have a choice as a human being. So, if you choose, choose wisely and choose the things that will get you further and help you. I mean, I mean I'm saying like, how
0: do we start increasing our focus? Like you said, you takes small steps, but which
1: is the first step we need to take?: Well, the first step to take is, for instance, if you have an uh it, it can be a little exercise. you know, I had a client who had uh like a negative focus, and I asked her to uh, to every day to think of three things she was proud of. And it could be as little as possible. Now she could be proud that she has brushed her teeth, that she had breakfast, that she got dressed, that she woke up, that she can walk, that she's going to school, it can be anything. And just three things to, to think of each day. And she did it for a week. And after that week, her mindset was more focused on the positive. Because she found more and more things she was proud of, it got her more self-esteem, more self-confidence, and she got a positive uh, view of things again.
0: Huh, so basically, it takes you know expressing a bit of gratitude every
1: day. Gratitude is very good, yeah. Yeah, you know, if you, if you are grateful for things that, that, that you have a roof above your head or that you had something to eat or that you had a good night's rest or whatever, gratitude is very good to, to practice. And also think of uh, three things you're proud of, you know, what your, whatever your situation, there will always be somebody that has it worse than you. So you can be grateful for that, but you can also be proud that you have a, a certain skill but even after knowing if that you do that for like like thirty days in a row? You have changed your focus to the positive. But even after knowing that um I think many
0: people express fake gratitude. So how do you actually differentiate the real gratitude expression from the fake one?
1: Uh could you repeat it once more time, Anicky?
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure. So I was saying like, don't you see people expressing fake gratitude? Like, they're not honest enough. You know, they say, thank you for your, my life and all of that, but that's not honest enough. How do you express the real gratitude? That actually means something you actually, you know, you speak
1: honestly. Um, I think that's that's a personal thing for people but you really have to feel it. You know, you can feel whether or not you're speaking the truth to yourself. And huh. if I'm yeah. I'm grateful to have a great wife, to have two boys, to have two dogs, to have two cats and if I look at them I really feel like there is there's, there's a mutual feeling to them. So I have every right to be grateful for that. No, and I'm grateful that I can still, that I walk, you know, that I'm healthy, that I have a roof above my head. And those are real physical things. And I can be very grateful for that. But you, you know, yeah. if 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 you say, well, you know, I'm I'm grateful I can do this or whatever, and you don't mean it, they are actually well, you could say that you're lying to yourself. All right. So, uh, but again, I want to actually
0: get in touch with your journey, of folks. Like, how did you increase your focus? Like, what's your story? Want to know what's your story? Can you summarize it to us?
1: sure um when i was uh i think twenty three years ago i finished my uh my study my uni at university and i started working the corporate life and i never uh, i was always looking how to add value you know I, I never wanted to say that I'm very good at things. I wanted my work to speak for itself. So I've always been looking for how to add value. And I thought it was optimizing processes. And back in 2014, I thought to myself, you can optimize processes, but if the people using it don't change, the process itself won't change. So how can I get those people uh, to change? And that's how I came across hypnotherapy when I did that, uh, when I started the training it, it felt like everything came together. I had this, this, this wonderful feeling inside that um, I was still able to help people, but in a coaching manner. Uh, my work needed a challenge, and I was still optimizing processes. And I just knew from that moment that I wanted to start a career in that. And... That was back in 2015. I thought it would be somewhere between 5 to 10 years that I would do anything with it. Not knowing that in 2017, I was fully employed in my own company. Yeah. well, I'm... What, what, what changed for me actually was that I started looking differently to, to people. You know, uh, sometimes I saw very successful people and I thought to myself, oh, they're, they're lucky, or they, uh, that's not for me. And during my training, I started thinking, you know, if they can do it, why couldn't I? And I started admiring them because they were doing something good. And I was looking at them, what I could learn from them and make it my own. So yeah. I'm, ne- I'm never jealous. Uh, for people that are better than me or have more money than me or whatever. They're just doing something very good. And I admire them for that. And I, I look at them and see what I can learn from them. So, uh, I think it's all
0: like a process, you know, and learning from other people. So Do you think uh, collaboration is a big part in improving your focus? Like, you know, hearing about others' opinion about
1: it. Definitely. I think collaboration is very important. Um, what well, I also noticed that people like to share information and knowledge. And you shouldn't be afraid to ask. You know, I always tell my clients, there's no such thing as a stupid question. The only stupid question that exists is the one you don't ask. Oh, so, well, that,
0: that makes sense
1: yeah you know if there's something you want to know from another person or want some advice from them, just ask you know they've been there, they they've done it, they know the answers. So why not use it?
0: That's true. I mean, yeah, but you know the questions the questions you shouldn't ask which are they? Are they different from from different people?
1: Yeah, it well, it depends on what you want from them and you should really be, uh, how do I say it, it should be authentic, you know, you shouldn't ask them for the asking, but you should ask something to really learn from them and you, you, you will feel the difference. You know, if I'm just asking you, Nikki, so what do you do? You know, that's just an, like a social question. But when I'm really involved with you and I'm really interested, I really want to know what you're doing. And the, the person who asks that question, such questions, they will feel it as well. So you have to be authentic, be yourself, and you really want to learn from them. So you've got to be open-minded, be open for their, uh, their answers, their insights, the tips, their advice. And never start arguing with somebody that's more successful than you. If they share their information, you accept it and you see how you can apply it in your own situation. So, by being open minded, you
0: mean exposing yourself to different philosophies and understandings of people. But how do you become open minded? It has something to do with focus again?
1: Yes, yes, and no. It, 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 it's not actually, it, it has nothing really to do with focus, but it's more, uh, people always have a first impression. And When people have a first impression, they start looking for evidence that supports that first impression. And with open-minded, I mean, uh, your view of the world is, is your interpretation of the information you get. And they can have a totally different view on the world. So you should be able to let go of your own opinion and accept theirs. And that doesn't mean that you should take theirs, uh, their opinion for uh, for the truth, but be open for it, you know. Yeah. There's, there's this great picture, I'm not sure if you know it, where people stand uh, in front of each other and there's a six in between of them. Uh, one person sees a six and a person that's on the other side sees a nine. And the the text with it is just because, uh, what was it? Just because you have a different view doesn't mean I'm wrong. You just haven't seen it from my side.
0: Oh, yeah. So basically, you know, there's nothing like wrong in our world, it's just different perspectives of it. Exactly. Well, that was an interesting talk, Erwin. So we have a couple of last questions though. So if we need more uh, you know, guidance to our path, if my listeners need more info, how can we actually contact you? How can we connect with you on social media, website or email?
1: Yeah, well, I've, uh, I have two websites. I've got powermind.coach for my uh, Dutch uh, clients and friends. And I've got millionairelifestrategy.com. For my international clients and contacts but you can also find me on linkedin you know invite me to connect and i will connect with you and yeah i think that's 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 the most easiest way to connect with me so find me on linkedin it's uh, Irwin uh, wills so e-r-w-i-n-w-i-l-s uh, send me an invite and I'm more than happy to connect with uh, with you guys. So before you do
0: that, what is your last advice to them? What do you advise them to do next?
1: Last advice. Um, whatever people are saying to you, there's one skill that you master the best in the whole world that nobody else can beat you to it and that's being yourself and be proud of it everybody has its own skills its own uh, identity and you should be proud of that you know it's my opinion that everybody has added value to deliver to this world so just be authentic don't adjust yourself to other people. Stay true to yourself. That's awesome, Marlene. Well, we'll be seeing you soon,
0: mate, because we hope we're going to have you again on the show, because we'll have some interesting conversations coming in. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun in the future. And again, thank you for your time today. We're really grateful for that. And, of course, we learned something new, which is the main reason behind that podcasting. So thank you for sharing something new with us, mate. We really appreciate that.
1: Thank you, Nikki.
0: See you soon, Erwin. Have an amazing day. You too. Enjoy.